0: In many ways, we bring our Catholic faith into our daily lives and activities, but many common pastimes already originated with the practices and work of members of the Catholic Church. In her new book, Catholicism Everywhere, it shows the unexpected and often surprising links to the faith in sports, cooking, gardening, even other aspects of our daily life. And in these pages, author Dr. Helen Hoffner shows where you will find the connections that show that Catholicism uplifts and enriches our every aspect of our days. And you'll be surprised in the many ways we can thank a Catholic for it. Dr. Hoffner is joining me this morning to tell us more about it. Good morning, Helen. Thanks for joining us on The Morning Blend today. Oh, thank you. It's nice to be here. First, for our listeners, what sparked your interest in discovering that Catholicism could be found everywhere?
1: Well, I wrote an, another book called Catholic Traditions and Treasures that talked about the tradition behind practices, like burying a statue of St. Joseph to sell your house and praying to St. Anthony when things are lost. And I also did a book with my mother called The Rosary Collector's Guide that talked about the history of the rosary. So when I was especially working with the rosary book, And I would take the rosaries out to display the collection at a church or a school or a college. People would come up and tell me all kinds of stories and different connections that that I was not aware of. And I just started gathering more of them and thought, you know, I really need to put this out there, that there are so many, as you said, so many things invented by Catholics or that came as a result of Catholic practices that the world needs to see those connections. Helen,
0: we can start our day off by enjoying a nice cappuccino and thanking those Capuchin monks for it. But coffee lovers can thank Pope Clement because
1: they almost banned coffee. Tell us about that. And that's one of the most fun ones in the book. In the 16th century, many world leaders thought that coffee was addictive. And maybe people would say that now. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) They were really concerned about the addictive qualities of it. And they went to the Pope and told the Pope that what he needed to do was ban coffee, and just people would listen to the Pope, ban it, and then no one will be addicted to coffee. Well, Pope Clement tried it himself and decided no, tasted good to him, and this was an acceptable drink. He actually issued an edict saying that coffee was an acceptable drink for Christians.
0: Well, Helen, you go through more of those areas, and in fact, in very real and important ways, Catholics have also been a part of discoveries. Of course, a Jesuit priest developed the first hurricane warning system. I've not ever heard of this one. Tell me about that one. And
1: his name was Father Benito Vines. It was way back in 1875. He was in, in the islands around Puerto Rico, and he was really worried about people having their homes destroyed, and you could saw the devastation of what happened. He got very astute at watching the sky, and without the scientific equipment that's available now, he was just following patterns of the cloud, looking at temperature ahead of time, and was able to start warning people when a storm was coming, and really save many, many houses, and he gets credit for being the first one to predict hurricanes,
0: I'm talking this morning with Dr. Helen Hoffner, the name of her new book available on February 20th, Catholicism Everywhere, From Hail Mary Passes to Cappuccinos, How the Catholic Faith is Infused in Culture. We've been talking about the many ways in your book. Now, as you began to research these things, Helen, was there a couple of ways that you found that you were really surprised that, well, you could thank a Catholic for that discovery or for that
1: thing that we do in our culture. Yeah, many things that I was surprised that had Catholic origins. To me, maybe the most wonderful one is the Mayo Clinic. I never realized that that's stored actually in a convent. Really? And how, how did that come to be? There was a tornado, 1883, a tornado struck Rochester, Minnesota. And the mayor of the town happened to be someone named William Mayo, who was the mayor, but he's also trained as a medical doctor. So when a tornado struck and Mayo was the mayor and also a doctor, he wanted to take care of the injured. He needed a place to take them because there was absolutely no hospital in the area. So the biggest building in town was the convent. And he went to Mother Moe's and asked if he could bring the injured into the convent so they could treat them all in one place. And she agreed and many of the nuns helped with the nursing. But then after the crisis was over, Mother Mose was thinking, well, we got through that, but what if another emergency comes along? There's just no hospital here. So she went back to the mayor, Dr. Mayo, and said, if you will help me recruit doctors, and maybe even staff it yourself, I will order the Sisters of St. Francis, will put up the money for a hospital. So Dr. Mayo, he had two sons who were also doctors, they were the very first doctors, and the Mayo Clinic really came from that time in a convent, and the Sisters of St. Francis putting up the money. So I think it's wonderful to think of all the lives the Mayo Clinic has saved in the years since.
0: Oh, no doubt for sure, and we can thank again just that one uh, one incident that led to so many lives being saved. Of course, Helen, we can also thank Sister Mary Ignatia for the 12-step program in Alcoholics Anonymous. Remind our listeners how she's helped so many thousands of people and families over the years.
1: She was wonderful back in 1939, when a lot of people didn't understand alcoholism the way that maybe we understand it better today. But Sister Mary Ignatia, she was a registrar of a hospital, and she was seeing people, and she really thought that there was a medical basis to alcoholism. Too many people at the time put it off on habits and just didn't give these people the respect that they deserved. But Sister Mary Mary Ignatian noticed it. And she went to a doctor, Dr. Robert Smith, and talked to him about developing a medical clinic. And they developed the very first medical board for people dealing with alcoholism. She developed one hospital in Akron, Ohio. And then when she got transferred, she had a second hospital in Ohio. And really, he gets credit with the starts of Alcoholics Anonymous. She gave them little Sacred Heart badges, just like today. People going through the process get different pins and buttons with right. our anonymous. Really a woman ahead of her time.
0: Oh, that is incredible. Again, just more of those ways that Catholics have influenced the world. Of course, you can watch the sports coming up and there might be a Hail Mary pass we can thank Roger Starbuck for that. And maybe if you're heading out fishing this weekend, well, you're going to learn about the origins of the spinning reel. you can thank Father for that one also. It's a great book, Helen. So many great just little pieces of information. Again, I was going through it going, I had no idea. I think many people are going to be surprised. And again, it's coming out February 20th. Where are people going to be able to get a copy for themselves?
1: The easiest way to go is... Go to Sophia Institute Press. Just go to their website. If you put in Sophia Institute Press and go to their website, that's really the quickest, easiest way to get a copy.
0: Well, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for spending the time and doing all of this research. Again, it came together so beautifully, and I think people are really going to love the many ways you can thank a Catholic for that. Dr. Helen Hoffner, thanks for joining us today.
1: Oh, thank you. My pleasure. And again,
0: the name of the book is Catholicism Everywhere. Now, right now it's available for pre-order. It comes out February 20th. You'll be able to get that from Sophia Institute Press. And I'll be sure to add that link to the podcast of this interview that you'll find at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app.